What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. What's up? What's I am up, Billy? And I am S to the T to the Eve. We this is episode one thirty three. Thank you for listening and or watching. Um, and or listening. What happened to unscripted? What do you mean? Did you say you're going to drop unscripted? No, no. I said I'm going to think about doing it. Oh man, I was looking forward to it, man. No, I think about doing it. It was edited the very the same time I edited the last one and put it out. It was ready to go. Are you, are you going to release it? Probably. Yeah, I mean it's just extra content. This give us. Listen, I want to read something to you that Jeff sent us, which shows that he's listening to the show. Rep Jim Jordan, Rep Ohio. One thing I've learned: people who mislead folks on small things mislead them on big things Jordan said and then he ends it with words matter thanks Jeff and then I wrote back misled implies intent intent matters and that and that goes back to what we're talking about with the uh, well, intents implied. You wouldn't mislead someone without the intent to mislead them. So I mean, that's no, no, I know. But he's saying here that uh, that the suggestion here is that if you say something that's off, like the difference between uh, this, this definitely comes from the. Remember, you played your clip of uh, Reacher. Yeah. You know, uh, words matter or whatever. Details matter. Detail, details yeah. matter, right? But he was. This is going back to uh, Judge Brown when he was saying that uh, difference between um, dishonorable discharge or um, administrative discharge, as if Br- Judge Brown was trying to mislead us. And I don't think he was trying to mislead us. I think he just misspoke. Oh, he could be misinformed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, no, I don't yeah, even, th- I, I don't I even think he's misinformed. I think he's just—he probably made a mistake. He used the wrong terminology. Well, that's what I'm saying. Misinformed. He maybe right. someone told him it's one thing. He said another thing. That's funny because the meme I put out last night about Brittany Griner, somebody wrote back to me. They're like, "How come you chose to point out she was a black gay professional athlete, and they left a former Marine? Why'd you choose former as opposed to?" As opposed to dishonorably discharged Marine. What was he dishonorably discharged? Larceny, writing bad checks, okay. stuff like that. Okay. I was like, I, go, I, I started writing it and I was like, no, you're right. I, I could have done this. But the point was the virtue signaling of the left, not the factual of what's going on. Like I just pointed out what they've pointed out. I didn't know who this whaling person was until yesterday. Mm-hmm. I knew about Brittany Griner. And then from the news... Her being gay, underpaid, kneeling for like I knew all all about her because of all the crap they put forth. Right. They about, made they made it yeah a point. So I I told the person I was like, listen, it's not. I omitted it, sure, but at the same time, it wasn't brought up. I had no idea who this person was until six hours ago. She was all over the first part of the year. I couldn't get away from her. You know what I mean? Listen. So if you, the details do matter. I agree, but it's omission. It's to try to get your point across. It's things of that nature, which personally bother me and understand at the same time. Without you rehashing it, what was your point of the um, of the um, fire up with Benton Greer? Like, were you upset at at what happened? No, just pointing it out. Just pointing it out. Pointing out, like, look what look what they did. Yeah. Okay. Are you in disagreement? Did you listen? No, that's what I'm saying. I, well, didn't, didn't, I didn't get a chance to listen. I didn't have 12 minutes. But well, we're not going to talk about no, it now no, for 12 minutes. I don't minutes. want you to talk about. It. I just want to know. Did you agree? I can't answer that question. Oh, come on, man. Just tell me. Just tell me. Someone who wants to do neighborly discourse. Listen. Uh, what is it called? 
uh, the unscripted for more content. Well, go press play. You no, have more content. Listen, just tell me. Just real quick. Just tell me. There, there's no. There's no answer to it. Okay. Well, I mean, were you really against one side? No. Okay. No, it wasn't. Okay. Because I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to watch it, but it's just like I, can't, I didn't have an opportunity. This week has been super yeah. busy. No, it wasn't. Like I didn't really against either side. It okay. was more of a point of how I viewed it. Because we've never talked about it, mainly because it. It not mainly. It doesn't hasn't come up personally. I haven't watched anything about it. It doesn't interest me. I don't care if she comes home or doesn't, but I've had my own personal thoughts about it the entire time. Since the first time it happened, my thoughts haven't changed. Mm -hmm. And I, I put them out on the podcast yesterday and on the video. Slowly oh. moving the video, guys. You got to go watch this uh, these videos and these things that we play, that we share. You know, our subscribers, I've been doing, there's a, there's a rapper out there called Tom McDonald. He's mainly on YouTube. He has a lot of political stuff, a lot of things of that nature. And I started recently reacting to his songs for people because that's a fan base that I know is going to interact, going to listen, going to move on, like help promote things, I guess you can say. And we went from 40-something subscribers to 111 in a, a week. Our comments, apparently comments, likes, all these things we know are important, but that's how you get into the algorithm. If you are interacting with people and they're interacting with you, that triggers something and pretty soon you slowly start to get into the algorithm, I guess. I honestly don't know, but a lot of things I've been listening to, that's all that it says. Like, share, subscribe. We say it, but the reason for it is you will get picked up into the algorithm and you will start showing up on people's feeds, you meaning us. So I started two reactions to Tom McDonald and we doubled our fans, tripled our comments, quadrupled our viewing hours. So you guys got to listen. I'm trying to get the Neighborly Discourse clips on there, the, you what know, is it called, fire up the mics, you know, things like that. But they get almost zero watching. So if you're listening, that's great. Keep listening. If you want to visualize Steve and I going at it also, it's also on YouTube and Rumble. But you know what I find interesting is that Neighborly Discourse or ND Studios pops up in, on Janice's feed, but it does not pop up on my feed. She probably watches it. No. I, I would watch it if it popped up on my feed. I watch it on her feed. You know, because well, it, that's why it doesn't <laughs> pop up on yours. You have to watch but it. But what I'm saying to you is like, for me to initially watch it on her feed, that yeah. means it popped up on her feed. Like, why is it not popping up on my feed? I, I subscribe to ND. Doesn't mean it pops up on it. You have to set your notifications first I, of all. I got my notifications then set up. Then you should up. see your little blue dot on there. But if you if you watch it more than once or twice, like I watch it, and every, it doesn't always show up on my feed, but right. when I watch it, eventually it'll, it'll, I'll see my picture in a scroll of things, only one video. But that's only recently started to happen. But I watch the videos constantly to get likes or view like to spread share them i guess every time i go to share one i'll, I'll click on i'll get like a three second watch and i'll put it out there oh you're sh so you're sharing your feed you share no, you're I'm sharing, sharing the your videos. video like like who's sharing videos to just out of curiosity every anything i can oh, i mean YouTube, like like um like uh social media you share yeah it? oh okay okay got it got it because i mean i don't know if anybody's watching and sharing but you guys who are listening with the with the episodes also Share them. Send them to someone. Say, hey, listen, even if you don't want to listen, hit play, turn the volume down, and play it. Yeah, we yeah. We need I'm these I'm going to start things. doing that. I'm going to start sharing. I'm going to start sharing. I, I st I'm, I'm going to start doing that. I like that a lot. I like that idea. We have to. That's how we have to move around this, navigate this thing. Did you? Who out there saw the, the game last night? Oh, I didn't see. I watched the first half, and then I went to watch uh, a show, 1899. Fantastic. 
Um, but we, the, my dad texted this morning. The man is like, listen, you got to put on, if you're awake before 6 o'clock, put on NFL Network and watch and watch the uh, the end of the Rams-Raiders game. I don't wake up by 6, but I was on the Facebook, and a NFL clip came through the last two minutes of the game last night. So I watched the last full two minutes from the punt the Raiders had pinning the Rams down to the two-yard line to the 98-yard scoring touchdown drive with 10 seconds left. I could not believe my eyes. I honest to God could not. I mean, it's Baker Mayfield, who I've said on this show multiple times before, is probably the worst quarterback decision-making I've ever seen in the NFL. It doesn't matter if he's got three guys in his face, he's going to chuck up a bad pass. If the guy's open, he's going to throw behind him. Baker Mayfield's decision-making at times is the worst I've ever seen. That being said, last night, Carr is running backwards from like the 10-yard line and throws a jump ball to the middle of the end zone and gets intercepted. Not a good move, especially when you have Josh Jacobs as your running back, who is the best in the league right now. But that being said, no timeouts, a minute 45 left from the two-yard line. Baker Mayfield throws an interception. They call pass interference. I see it, but it's not something I see called that often. So they get the automatic first down, get the ball back. A player or two after that, I'm thinking to myself, bro, where's these? Where's this Max Crosby? I think he's a great defensive player. This is when your best guys have got to show up. Two, three plays later, boom, gets the sack. Nine, ten-yard loss. Set him back. Clock's still running. What does one of his teammates do? Tilly, I believe, stands up, smacks the ball out of Mayfield's hand. Delay a game. Clock stops. Move up 10 yards or 15 yards because it's unsportsmanlike conduct. So they stop the clock, move up 15 yards. Two, uh, two or three plays later, they get a 30-yard a touchdown to Van Jefferson in the corner. Baker Mayfield, who, again, isn't the best decision maker on a team he's been on for two days, no playbook, legitimately has the wrist where coach says, hey, play 44. He looks down. I'm actually saying 44 because they said it last night like 10 times on the broadcast. They're like, hey, uh, 44, so he looks down, he sees him read the play, and he goes out. Guy has no playbook knowledge whatsoever, leads a game-winning drive against the Raiders with 10 seconds left. I, I, I blew my mind watching the game last night. I can't believe it happened. The most surprising part is that it happened, that ba- Baker Mayfield? It was Baker Mayfield. Okay, yeah. Not only it was Baker Mayfield, it was Baker Mayfield getting there on Tuesday, being put in last night because the guy Wolford got hurt, I guess, in the second or third series. And and played the whole game. Oh, he so he didn't start. No, he didn't start. Oh, no, he okay, was okay. he was the backup because again they said the guy got hurt, which I would assume he did. Why would you put in Baker Mayfield to play when you have, you but, know? But listen, that's no but, playbook. But it's funny that you would even like even suggest that maybe he didn't get hurt. Like, why would you even suggest that? Because me and the old man were talking about. It's like Baker Mayfield probably won't see the field this year, and I'm like, why not? It's Baker Mayfield. Stafford's out. They got Wolford, and, and and the old man and I had the same thought. Well, if he's your future, you got to see what he has. He's been playing the last few weeks. You know what you got going on. You have you know the rest of the season to see what you have. And my thought was, yeah, but if you put Baker Mayfield in and he balls out the last three or four games, has crazy stats. Guess what? You, now he's trade bait. Now you, now you can get a second or third rounder for him or something, or a backup player. You can make him look good in your system, 
and then ship him off to get something in return. But the only thing is they don't they don't, they only sign him through the end of the year, so he's a free Still, agent. They can, they can, he's a free agent. It'll help him out look better. It'll they can sign him, then trade him. They can all do all sorts of stuff. Right. But it's Baker Mayfield on again signed Tuesday, played Thursday, no playbook information whatsoever. He's out there telling guys, you know, doing whatever he's doing. And, man, it was unbelievable. And it's the best part about sports because he gets to the sideline. He's going nuts. The team's going nuts. McVay's going nuts. Baker does his usual helmet off, headbutt to somebody. And he's going nuts. And it's the best part of sports. I know some people get caught up with, oh, they're playing kids' game. They're millionaire athletes. Or Listen, these are human beings. Yeah, bro, they went nuts yesterday. I mean, it was so good to see him because he's been through it. And, again, I like Mayfield. But he has the dumbest plays. And I will say this. Al Michael said it. I'm saying it for, for about a year now. Maybe this will get him more progressive commercials. His commercials <laughs> are the best. And Al Michaels is like, well, maybe they'll let him. Maybe they'll put him here at SoFi you Stadium with the lock on the door. I'm like, yes. I said the same thing to Carolina. Yeah, no, you said the same thing. Yeah, I remember now that. he's yeah. moving. Now he's got two places to move to. Right. And a, and a, and a big play like this? <laughs> Give me one more big commercial then. I hope so. Oh, it was the best. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It yes. was it was pretty. Again, I love stuff like that. Like this guy down and out, nothing going on. It's so funny. I and he made it I through. Didn't, I didn't even watch the game, man. The, the game did not interest me. This is the first time this this season that I didn't make an effort to watch a game. It didn't interest me at all. Nothing about that game. Well, everything look, about football. And, and you look, always get me to watch and look, NFL. Man, but you didn't watch it last night. I watched the first half. But oh, you I, I chose to watch oh, my okay, show. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. You said that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm like Liam watches. I went, I intended to watch it 100, percent but I was, I had two more episodes to go on this uh, 1899, and I wanted to get to it. What is 1899? It's a fantastic show on Netflix. People are on a boat. They are all, you know, they, everyone's like a secret story. Everybody's got. They're trying to escape something. But is it and is it the year 1899? It's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. But it is awesome. But not. But you can't watch it, so oh. don't, don't even get your hopes up. Okay, okay. Too much profanity? No, I'm actually no profanity, but there's oh. a couple guys that kiss once in a while, so. Uh, uh. Yeah, you got to get past some of your stuff to watch uh, fantastic TV. It's it. such a great show. It was fantastic. I gave it the two, th- I gave it, I gave it the Netflix two thumbs up. Yeah. That's how good it was. Can't have it. Now, you missed out on a lot of good stuff. Good is relative, man. No, no, good is not relative. What am I talking about? No, you miss out on you miss out on <laughs> What am I talking about? It's not relative. Doubt. Oh my goodness. Here we go. I love the sound, man. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little review on 1899, everybody. It's not no be some spoilers, so watch if you can. Don't watch the video if you if you're planning to watch and not watch. Life. Life. Life, life. I thought it was a good movie when it came out. I don't even know the movie Life. Is that with uh Tom Hanks? No, no. What's, Martin what's... Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yes, Life. I, I remember that now. That was a terrible movie. Oh, my goodness. That's no, a great movie. No, nah, man. Terrible, terrible. And I, I don't mean terrible because of a fan. I mean terrible. That was, it wasn't even funny. It wasn't even entertaining. It was entertaining. It was no, supposed to be funny. Oh, It was showing how crazy life could be in certain times of, of society, certain people, certain anything. It's a thinker. So, I, I, mean, I wanted to tell you this, and it's almost embarrassing to say this, but... Um, if I said BTS, you know what I'm talking about? BTS? Yeah. Yeah, the the Chinese kids, oh, the, the pop group, the, the, whatever the, they are, the Asian. South, the I don't South want to piss Co- anybody off. South Korean kids, right. Okay. How do you know them? Just because they're popular or? No, I don't I don't know if they're popular or not. Okay, but, but how do you know them? Like I, what, know, what, what I watch you, TV. Okay. I go on the internet. I, I, I would have no idea 
who BTS, the BTS, who BTS is, if not for my daughter, because yeah. she she is a super fan of this group. Okay, and um, so much so that I think I told you this over the last year, she started taking Korean classes. Okay, and, and she's got a tutor who teaches her how to teach how to speak Korean, so she knows some basics in Korean. Anyway. She's been trying to get me to, like, Dad, I want you to watch this with me. I want you to watch this with me. And I was like, no, never going to watch it. These guys look like girls. You know, why are they wearing makeup on? I don't I don't get it. Why they look so white? You know, because they look white and pasty. You know, it's like, it's the Menudo thing. I don't even know if you if you were old enough to remember Menudo. Ricky Martin? Who doesn't? Oh, okay, yeah. So, that's like, this is this is another Menudo craze. So, I, you know, no need for this. Anyway, the other day, like two weeks ago, she got me to watch a concert and yeah. oh my goodness man i ha- i can't get their songs out of my head it's so addictive man like she, i've oh, actually i've yeah. actually snuck in a couple of videos on my own of watching them and she'll walk in the room and she said are you watching bts oh she'll jump on the couch with me and and watch with me because she's so happy that i'm watching it and like i know their names now and i know their personality and it's like this is terrible man this is a this is a drug i hate this i hate this we're so soft man what happened <laughs> I mean, it's like, and look, and I go to schools and these kids know BTS. Like, I, I, I got into a conversation with a bunch of kids, girls, about BTS. It's like, what am I? I can't believe I'm in this conversation talking about no, BTS. No, you have to know your audience. It's like, oh. If you're there, if you're trying to reach people, you have to have a various uh, catalog of information to reach certain people. Yeah, but but they're a phenomenon and they don't speak English. Like, they, they might throw in one or two words of English in their whole songs and it's like it's the beat is the sound let me see i've not i've not previewed this clip so we'll see if any funny words pop up or not quite Maya, you're making a mistake go hog is where you belong that's right and if you won't listen to us maybe you'll listen to um us but singing Quagmire. family guys k-pop video they're over in um japan That's what that stuff's called. Listen, K- it's called I, I K-pop. Think you, I think you played this before. When she said it last time, so it's always on deck when K-pop comes up Hold again. I brought, I brought up K-pop before? Yeah, you talked oh. about Sarah liking it and wanting to learn the language. Oh, man. So I remember talking about Sarah in, in Korean. I don't remember if I related to K-pop. But regardless, yeah, I didn't have much information back then. Now I know the group. That she's totally yeah. into, and it's like, okay, I can see why you're a fan, you know? Yeah, there's there's a clip where the show's the, a K-pop group, and they're like, I want my whole life to be about this. And then they go and do their thing, because Quagmire wants to stay in Japan. It's like, you got to listen to us. But if you're not going to listen to us, listen to us. Yes. Because everybody over there is hypnotized by this K-pop song, the style of music. If, G- Gangnam Style, right? You yeah. know that song, right? I yeah. didn't know, know nothing about that song. It's, but a very, it's a very catchy song. It is. And it's Korean. I don't know if you know it was Korean. I didn't yeah. know that. So anyway, one of the BTS guys did a song with the guy who did Gangnam Style. Mm-hmm. And she showed me the video, a live concert of in Korea. I'm, we're talking, when you think about concerts here, 
I mean, in Korea, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous how many people come out to a concert in, in Korea. I could not believe, when you think of Asian people, that you think of them being very stoic, very serious, you know. These guys were going buck wild, jumping up and down yeah. and cheering. It's like, this is so... I, this is, I, I don't even believe what I'm watching if I wasn't watching it with my own eyes, how crazy these people were. Yeah, they're you like know? the biggest pop band in the world, I think, or something along those lines. I, they were dancing. People were dancing in the audience. They were, and like over there, they, they don't have seats. So when you're in concerts, you're standing up. And it's like, it was so pleasurable to see people having fun like that, you know? Yeah. And, and that's dancing. where South Korea, right? South Korea, yeah, yeah, they're, oh, they're yeah, allowed to have fun there. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. I, don't, you I mean, are they eat. are they locked down like a like a dictatorship or like a closed society? I, I know they're not North Korea. They're not China. No, no, they're they're democracy for sure. Okay, they're democracy for sure. All right, but they but they take their their COVID thing very seriously because the the concert that I saw with BTS, yeah. which was this year. Everyone had masks on. Well, because they know, I mean, who knows if they think it's, oh, excuse me, breeding over there still or not. Plus, I imagine they've got a high density population in a small area too. So I'd assume they're more worried about close quarters and whatnot. But yeah, man, they're uh, they're like a worldwide phenomenon. I, every now and then they pop up on something I'll see and I'll, they're on, I've seen them like advertised on commercial, like watch the Tonight Show, BTS, all this crap. I'm like, okay, cool. But who's the, who's the host of Tonight Show? Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Oh, so I saw something with Jimmy. She showed me a clip with Jimmy Fallon. It wasn't that funny. But there's another one with the other chubby guy. Um, chubby guy, James Corden? Uh, James Corden. Yeah. Where he stopped traffic and had them run out in the middle of traffic and perform a song. And and he did like three or four times. That was hilarious, yeah. man. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. So she got me into this BTS thing. So yeah, we, ca- we I mean, got these, this father-daughter uh, my, thing going on. That's good. My, my <laughs> guess is the way they construct some of these songs, it is just to, it's to get an earworm, to get something stuck in your head. Right. So you just listen and move. You don't even really need to know the words. I got to tell you, I'm very surprised that you're saying that's good man I thought you were going to rag on me for, if you're bringing up BTS why it's you and your daughter <laughs> who cares what the cause is right you're the one with these very specific things to watch and talk about versus allowing natural flow of family time with South Korean entertainment <laughs> that I can't even understand what they're saying and here's another thing they got, I mean what music nowadays could you understand anyway listen you know I, what I mean but, but I coming from a music background I, I love good music like good um, arrangement and I love good words I like some, something with depth right yeah so I went to actually look one of the songs I couldn't get out of my head I was like I gotta go look and see the translation in the song yeah I was I was so disappointed man so disappointed I was like I wish I didn't go look what do you man. think it would be it's, it's a teenage heartthrob like boy band These group guys, what listen, do you think they'd be talking this about this is the thing the the youngest person in the band is 20, 25. The yeah. oldest is thirty. So you we're not talking about teeny boppers, and yet no, talking the, girl, about teeny the kids who listen to them are probably teenagers. Yeah, you don't need to be a teenager to be a teeny bopper. Listen, that's another thing that that blows my mind. Like to me, Sarah looks older than all these guys in the group, and she's only nineteen years old. Yeah. She is a teeny bopper. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it blows that's what my I'm mind. Saying. They're, you're gonna listen, and right. if you knew the words, they probably like, the difference between that and this stuff over here with NSYNC growing up, and even nowadays, I'm not sure what the kids listen to today, but it's all the same stuff. They're just different languages, different way to to arrange it, to say it. They're all, my guess is there's a certain three or four topics you're going to talk about to a young teenage audience, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Anyway, man. So, uh, listen, I want to tell you another thing. So, yesterday I was at a school. Yeah. Right? You know I do a lot of work at a school, right? And um, when you go into school, you got to give your ID. First of all, you have to do a background check so that you're allowed to go into the school, right, if you're going to be a volunteer. 
And then when you go, they run your ID and they, you pop up on a list like, yes, this guy's clear yeah. to go. And then they give you a badge to go in. So the class that I was going to yesterday, it was right at the end of school. And I knocked on the door and there was a woman standing at the door. Like she could tell that the whole class was ready to leave and she was standing at the door. And I didn't recognize her. She didn't recognize me. And she looked and she's, and, and, and Billy, this woman was terrified. She was legitimately terrified mm-hmm. that someone was at the door and she didn't recognize. And I'm like, you know, looking at my badge, you know, I didn't know who she was, right? Yeah. Look, and like, it's like, is, is Miss So and So there, the teacher of the class? And she's like, look, I'm a sub, you know, I'm not opening the door, you know, I don't know you, you know. And I was like, and I say all that to say that I am, I wasn't upset at her, you know, but. This is where we are right now in our school system. Oh, I don't. I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen first because as as of right now, 100 percent disagree with what you may say. Re, well, yeah. All, what I'm telling you is that our 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 teachers are terrified of unlike like all doors have to be locked now. Yeah. I'm not sure how long that's been, but now it's got always got to be locked. I mean, I, I've, and, yeah, I don't. I've not been in the school system for a while. Right. I think that ever since Stoneman Douglas, all all doors have to be locked. Yeah. And and and. This is the first time that I've encountered this, but the woman, she was a sub, would not unlock the door, would not let me in the door, even though I had a badge, because she did not recognize me and she was scared. And, then, and, and she's probably probably told that. And I'm just, I was like, I was sad that this is the condition that we live in under in in America, where uh, where we have teachers who are. Well, we have students who are living in a way of like, wow, if we see someone in campus that we don't recognize, we got to run and hide. Like, uh, danger, danger, stranger, danger, stranger, danger. That's how I feel, you know? And that's the only point I was making. Like, it was it was surreal to me to experience that in yeah. real time. Like, wow. I got you. So what do, what do you think you were going to disagree with? Well, the alternative is if you're some guy who's going to come kill everybody, then she's the bad guy. So your feelings have no place there. Oh, you, oh, you thought I was going to be upset? No, regardless. Okay. Like, if I don't recognize you, you can show me all the badges you want. Right, right, right. No, like I said, I'm not, I mean? yeah, yeah, I'm not upset yeah. at her. But but, but the reality of it is, like, listen, the bell's about to ring. <laughs> I can just stand here. True. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? It's, but, yeah. but regardless of that, I'm just saying, like, the, the reality is that we're living under our schools are such soft targets yeah. and, and people are in such an on edge you know that even though i have credentials yeah you know a a, a, a substitute teacher was not going to open the door for me because she didn't recognize me i got you you know so but you got it safety first yeah no 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 doubt no doubt but that's a, but i'm just I'm, I'm speaking to the reality of it gotcha. not not the the actual situation I was in, under, but just the reality of this is school system as we know it now. That's so strange because it wouldn't it wouldn't be on my radar in any way, shape, or form. It wouldn't crack my top one million. You mean mm. like if you knocked on the door and she didn't let you in? Yeah. You wouldn't you would you wouldn't process like not man, even a second. When I was going to school, it wasn't like this. No, not at all. Really? Wouldn't even wouldn't crack my top billion. Yeah, yeah. It, I know. <clears throat> and look, and and you know why for you? I think it's because you've been out of school for so long. Like you would have, you don't even remember how it used to be. But because I've been in the school system for the last seven years, 
I remember when the doors were unlocked. When my kids go to school. Yeah, but you haven't, I, you haven't had and to. And I do have to go to conferences, and I do have to check in and press a little button, show my ID, it's, it's, go inside, sign in. It's different than a person like me who, like, four or five times a week, I'm in school. But right? if it's someone who you don't recognize, then you're the first time there to that person. So your thoughts mean nothing to her. Listen, country. Uh, just the flip side of that, last week I was at the same classroom. It was another substitute teacher. I walked in yeah. with no problem. They let me in, you know, oh, yeah, she's out, she's out for the day, whatever. No biggie, you but know? But you ever been to a restaurant where you know you know the server, you know the waiter, whatever it is, you know, like you know them personally or you're a regular, and you get there, and they know you're over 21, you know? They and know they you're there. You your well, then, no, they let us slide. Okay. But then when their manager's around, and you see your ID. Even though you know, you have to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. And you always have to be prepared for someone to follow the rules. And to this per- to this lady, she doesn't, doesn't know who you are. Yeah, you have a badge. Okay, so I can't go home and make a badge? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you're not getting into my school, my classroom, bro. It's that simple. That it's you know that's all that's all that it really is. But yeah, like I said, I go to Liam's school sometimes. You can't go inside and wait anymore. I get to wait outside. Are they, you serious? Yeah. So I get, so I get where you're coming from, but you you, whether, ta- you talking about the the office spot? Yeah. You can't just go inside. You have to wait outside. They have to buzz you in. You have oh, to show your ID. Yeah, yeah. But they buzz you in, then you can wait in the lobby. Well, you should be able to go in there and walk right in. Okay. Now you have to press a button. They've yes. got to see you. You've yeah, got yeah. to show your face. Sometimes even show your ID. You have to, to show camera. your ID to camera. Yeah. Right. Then to go inside. Right. So like, I, I get what you're talking about, but I see it here you know i i remember when i was a kid i worked in the school system for 12 years until my current job so i remember being able to have the deal with here's my id here's my thing if somebody took over or a new teacher or new whatever hey, you can't come in until this time yeah but i gotta prep for my after school not allowed in until this time but yesterday i was in here new new person gotta follow the rules hey okay no problem doesn't bother me does not bother me at all do you know why? Why? Because I'm not an elitist. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to take that bait, dog. I'm not, I am not going to take that bait. But to your point, yeah, things <laughs> things have changed. And whether it's for the good or the bad, the, the security, you have to take it for what it is. And it's for the good, so to speak. So you got to let it roll, man. That's, you know. You don't, you'd rather her make you wait outside where if you're a bad guy, you're getting twitchy, you're getting it, itchy, and someone sees you and like, this guy looks off, and I'm going to call somebody. Have you going in there and just doing whatever you came to do with ill intent? I wonder what she would have done if I would have stayed. Like, wait I would have called a... somebody. Yeah. See, what, what, is it, what is the phrase? See someone, call someone. Uh, um, don't, don't check, call. Some ridiculous phrase. See something, say something. Yeah, that's what see it is. See something, yeah, yeah. say something. Yeah. So she probably has, she probably has like a buzzer in her pocket. Come on, guys. Yeah, I'm all about carrying a gun. I'm all about everyone needs to be strapped. And then you don't have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, come in if you want to. Because your hope is the responsible person is also carrying as well. Did I tell you, once I got stopped by a cop, in Atlanta, uh, in somewhere in Georgia, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and I, uh, I, I had a gun, and it was in my glove compartment, and uh, I got stopped, and but I was young, so I was I was a reckless driver, and I and he was really upset by the time he stopped me, yeah. so and I got out of the car, uh, to meet him at the back of my car when he stopped me, which mm-hmm. again that 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 infuriated him also, but anyway, he was like, "Give me your stuff," I said, "Okay." And I and as we were walking back towards my car, he started following me, and I said, "Oh, by the way, my stuff is in my glove compartment, and I have a gun in my glove compartment." 
<laughs> and he's like, yeah, no problem. And he just unbuckled his, uh, uh, unattached his gun yeah. and just had his hand in, in, in the ready. And I was just like, I was so scared, dude. <laughs> I was well, so he, scared. And you think he was not? <laughs> If he wasn't, he wouldn't have un- he wouldn't have unbuttoned there his holster. There was nothing. There was nothing about. He was a crusty old guy. There was nothing about him that showed any sign of fear. Like he just see, he he looked. He's one of those guys who, when he walks into the room, man, like he expects people to stand at attention. So I don't. So yes, he probably was scared, but he didn't act scared. He didn't show anything, you know, Training. at all. But I was just like, or or yeah. But I was just like. Dang it, man! I don't want to. I almost want to say like, "You go get it." You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, don't I wanna, got you. Yeah, listen, I, I got something in there, but I don't. Yeah, you know, you gotta go no check partner. this out. I mean, I had a, I had a shotgun in the in the trunk. I had a you know a nine in the in the glove. It's like, oh my goodness, man! It was so funny. Like, no, yeah. no, it was scary, not funny. Scary. Well, it's funny now. You can look back and be like, man, my how things have changed. Family, I told you my BTS story. That was my family story. What, what you got? Your family story. What do you got? So the other day, this is the first time this has ever happened to me, and I'm, I've, it's been bothering me ever since. It's very strange. So we're at I I bring uh, Brielle to a gymnastics class on Wednesday nights because I uh, Amy. It's at five o'clock. She gets off work, doesn't get here in time to bring her, so I drop her off. Sometimes I say, sometimes I don't. Most of the times I don't. And I never do. I don't like being there. I want to be home. So I drop her off. I'm sitting with Amy. We're talking a little bit. I talk about Briella on here all the time. She is a... You talk about Briella. Yeah, on here all the time. On here, okay. She is a hurricane. She is a tornado. She is mean. She, she is... When things don't go her way, she is a very tough pill to swallow. I mean, she's a pain, okay? She's my baby. I love her to death. But she is a problem sometimes. But she is as insane as she is, she is that sweet. Mm-hmm. And she loves to play with people. She loves to, everybody she sees, that's my friend, that's my friend. I got to tell her they're not friends. Just because you see them as men, they're your friend. <laughs> doesn't work danger. that way. Stranger yeah. danger. <laughs> but, so I leave, I'm home, oh, whatever. And then like an hour later, Amy texts me. She's like, my heart just broke. I said, what happened? You know? And she's like, Briella walked up to these two girls. These two girls were bumping stomachs, like playing around in line for the gymnastics co- uh, class. And Briella runs over there. And I've seen her do this with friends, with Makai, with people at the park, with the biggest Kool-Aid smile you've ever seen. Like it is the greatest day of her life when she wants to go play with somebody. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, she ran over. She was going to bump stomachs with these girls. And then I see one girl turn at her and you know, say something, and I see Briella's shoulders drop and she puts her head down. And I've seen Briella do it before, like, hey, you're in trouble. And she just puts her head down, curls her, her, her she does her bottom lip like she's sad, mm-hmm. and turns and walk away. So I've seen that action before, so I know exactly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. I've seen her at her happiest going to play with somebody. So both these things run through my head, and I, and I can picture my little baby running over, super happy, ready to go, life is great, and having her hopes and dreams crushed in an instant. And I was like, what, what happened? Like, all of a sudden, this screw them, like, the attitude I normally have with Liam, right. tell them to go screw themselves. Don't be your friends. F you. Get out of here. You right. know, push them while they're but, down. But now you-, you But with Brielle, I'm like, like no, you why, why not my baby? What's yeah. wrong? You know, <laughs> what's, what's happening? Listen, man, it ate me up 
all day and night. Like really? I was awake late watching. Like, TV you want to anyway. go find those kids? Like, like yo, what the hell is wrong their, with who you? Who are their parents? Why, why is my baby not good enough to play with you little, you little, you know, you snots? And yeah, I was right. like, what the, f-, you know? And, and right. he's like, and I'm still watching TV. So eight o'clock at night, I'm sitting there. I'm like, and I, I sit here on the couch, far left, and me around the corner on the far right to see the TV. I look over at him. I'm like, yo. Why is the girl like my baby? Like, what's wrong with them? And she starts laughing. She goes, I know, it broke my heart. I'm like, like, what the hell, bro? Like, you know? Yeah. And just whatever. You know, but if she's sweet, I go, she's mean. Was she being mean? Like, was she doing her usual Did, did self? she know the kid? Did she know the kids? They're in her class. Okay. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. So but, she knows them. I mean, she knows them. These kids don't know anybody. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but little kids don't know little kids. When you, but it's not like you're going to school every day mm-hmm. for eight hours a day in daycare or kindergarten. It's one hour once a week. So who knows? So then I go to bed, I'm watching my show, and I'm laying there, I'm like, like, why is my, like, what is she not good enough to be with these girls? So I text Amy, I'm like, yo, like, what is, what is going on? Like, and I think I, I was awake to about 3.30 in the morning, and I probably text Amy like four times, like, yo, why is this bothering me so much? Why, why did they shun my baby? Like, do I need to go there and, and see who these girls are and tell her mean things about them so she feels better that they rejected her? I'm, I'm blown away Bro, by you, I was, I was livid. You're getting soft in your old age. So then, we're dro- so yesterday I'm going to to pick up um, Liam, and I look. I said, Bruce, hey, were you uh, in class the other day? Were, uh, was anybody mean to you? No. I go, no, think about it. Were there people you wanted to play with that said, no, you can't play with them? She's like, yeah, but that wasn't mean. I'm like, no, it was mean. I think to myself, no, it was mean. Don't be nice to these, you know, mm-hmm. B words. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, four years old, but I'm, right. I'm pissed anyway. Right. And I said, listen, two things. One, when you're in gymnastics, your little classes you take ballet, you're there to focus, to do a job, to learn a task, to be disciplined. You're not there to play around. So- I know sometimes you have a water break, you can you can play, but during when you're standing in line to do your next thing, you've got to be on point. You got to be ready to go. I know. So well, so no playing around. I go, but two, don't be with people who don't want to be with you. If someone doesn't want you, you don't don't try to get them to want you. They're not worth your time. Find some find people who want you. Mm-hmm. Don't try to make someone who doesn't want you want you. Don't try to force someone who doesn't want you want you. If someone doesn't want you, that's fine. You're better than they are. Find someone, work with someone who does want you. Okay, Daddy, can we go have a candy? No, no, no. What did I just say to you? <laughs> you said to focus. No, I said focus and, in the first paragraph right. about... <clears throat> about gymnastics and about your ballet and stuff. Focus on the task. Learn your do your steps, your spins, whatever. Focus. Yes. So you're right. But what I say about playing with people or wanting to be with people who don't want you, I don't know. Listen again, please. <laughs> if someone doesn't want you, you don't want. Don't try to make them want you. Oh my goodness, I got a response, but I want to know well, how. How does she? How does she? she no, I made her repeat it back to me. Okay. And then it was like. I go, you, you remember, yes, you said, if they don't want you, don't want them. I said, are you sure? She's like, yes, if they if they don't want to play with me, I said, not just play with you, in life. Right. If somebody doesn't want you or, or, and, and you know, someone doesn't want you or wants to be with somebody else, you don't make them want you. It's not up to you to get them to want you. They have to want you, so you move the other way. Mm-hmm. And I go, repeat it back. And she said, said, okay, we're good. And I've since then slowly, slowly have started to get back to your normal self yeah but bro it's still in me like i want to like yo now listen Liam was in the car right no this was okay so here's the thing 
you asked her, was anyone being mean to to you yesterday? Yeah. And she said no. And you made her remember the incident, and she said, but they weren't really being mean. Yeah. But so I, what 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 do you make of that? I under I, I get it, and I, and I, and that's fine. They weren't being mean. But I asked, were they mean to you? Like go away, get out of here, or. You know, but she's four. She doesn't really remember that kind of stuff. But my, my point was, like, did it, were they like, get away from me? Or was it, we're not playing with you? Or we're, whatever it is, you know? So, and again, I want her to see it as not mean. Because if someone says, no, I don't want to play with you, that's not being mean. They don't want to play with you. Okay. Tomorrow may be a different story. Okay. And I told her that. I go, on, you know, on today, if they don't want to play with you, that's fine. Try tomorrow. And if tomorrow they don't want to play with you, that's fine. Move on. And, you know, after once or twice... If they don't want you, don't want them. Move on. Let them come back to you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Which is further up in life, don't chase the guy who doesn't want you. Yeah, don't yeah. be that girl. Yeah, the big picture, I can see it. Big picture, I can see you gotta it. Got to plant but, that seed young, bro. It, listen, I, look, that's why my kids aren't dating now because I, pl- I plant that seed young, young. But I I just find it so sweet that she didn't feel that they were being mean to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I really appreciate that. I think that. that, but at the same time, I don't think she understands. I don't think she knows. Like if they said, What the get, word mean means? No. Or? Like, if they said, get the hell out of here, she wouldn't take that as mean. She would say, they told me to go away. Like, but, but, I, but don't you want a person that's like that? No, because that- there's mean. There's someone who says, screw you, is mean. They say, no, not right now. There's difference. Okay, but here's my thing. If how, someone, how you react if someone, to it's different. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no. They tell you, screw you, or no, thank you. You should react the same. You shouldn't punch a person in the face that says, screw you. Right. You should say, okay. And it's the same way the person says, no, not today. Okay, okay to both and move away. Don't let their actions dictate your emotions. But you want them to know that, be aware, yeah. these people don't there, like you. There's a difference too. Yeah, don't right. chase someone who doesn't want to be with you. Okay. Okay, at the same time, you know, once or twice, screw you, you know, screw you back and you, and you move on. In a very similar way. Well, hold on, do you got anything else to add to no, that? No, 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 that was it. In a very similar way, Sarah told me about this story years ago. She's 19, so this one's, she might have been 12 or 13. The, a bunch of uh, youth went to this conference, um, a dance conference, and they was everyone staying at the house together, and some and some kids had to share a bed together, and they had cookie dough. And Sarah, if you know anything about Sarah, she's got a sweet tooth, and she and she'll give you the shirt off her back, but she would not share her sweets with you. Yeah. Period. And at some point, one of the adults in the group said, "Hey, we got this little bit of can, cookie dough left in this container. Who wants it?" Sarah went and grabbed it and said, oh, thank you. She went and grabbed it and went off to her home corner, and she was like in La La Land, so happy about her sweet, her little cookie dough. Other girls came and tried to bully her and said, like, hey, you got to share that. And Sarah's like, I'm not sharing anything. You know, she asked who wants it. <laughs> I was the first to it. I'm yeah. not sharing anything. And and these girls, they, they try to browbeat her to say, you know, no, man, you got to share. You're being so mean. And Sarah yeah. said, look, I don't care about you guys. I'm eating, I'm eating this by myself. So these two girls in particular were sharing the bed with Sarah, right? But they were so mad at Sarah that one of the girls, the, the ringleader, said, you know what? You're so mean. We're not going to sleep in the same bed with you. We're going to sleep in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she went she opened the closet door went in, so it must have been a big closet so you, so you opened the closet door and said hey I'm not gonna say the person's name but hey so and so are you gonna come, are you coming and the other girl said yeah I'm coming too and and she went and it's funny because the girl who followed yeah. is the girl who told me the story so it's so I mean, this is years later so she's the one who told me the story I'm, I'm loving it people come like they remember things <laughs> yeah. and realize oh my god what did so, I do so she goes into the closet with her <laughs> and 
They fall asleep. And she said it was a terrible night's sleep. Of course. She slept in a closet. But she said at some point, at some point in the in the middle oh, of the night it. when she's sleeping, because she she was so uncomfortable, she turned and looked. And she's alone in the closet. <laughs> the other girl got up and left. The other girl went back to the bed. The other girl went back to the bed. Oh, that is great, man. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. I wonder if that girl's a Democratic politician nowadays. <laughs> follow me, follow me. Do oh as I say, goodness. not as I do. That was so hilarious, awesome. man. Oh, my goodness. Every time we hear fun. that story, man. I so, love stuff like that because you think about, man, when I was a kid, the thing I got upset about versus now, it's like. Yeah, what? I'm so embarrassed to like, that's when, when you see your kids do something you know is stupid, you know is, bro, you're going to regret this one day. Not on a large scale, but you're gonna, it's going to pop into your head one day and you're going to think. Did I really do that? Yeah. What the hell is wrong with me? Like, I see it coming. I want to stop you, but I want you to recognize the absurdity because that's the only way you're going to recognize it as an adult and realize, eh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna partake in the nonsense. I'm not taking the bait. Yeah, you know? yeah. I remember I started drinking at, at 17, college in 17, and I remember, I, and I couldn't hold my liquor, and there was a we we and we used to always travel in groups, and um. One of the guys, I think he was a senior or a junior, <coughs> excuse me, I must have been acting up because I was drinking, mm. and he said something to the effect like, man, you're such a freshman, or something like that. Dude, I got living, man. I wanted to fight the dude. I said, he called me a freshman. He called me a freshman. I'm foaming at the mouth, and people are holding us back. Were you a freshman? And, and, and the guy said, what the heck? He is a freshman, you know what I'm saying? And after the fact, but I, even though I was, I, I, I lost control in the moment, the next day, I remembered it, and the only thing I remember is him saying, "But you are a freshman," and I'm like, I was so embarrassed, man. Like, I can't believe that I acted like yeah. that, you know? So, and- no, it's true, man. Like, it's <laughs> certain things that you used to do. Like, it could be how you grew up, where you lived, who's around you. Versus when you go to someplace new, where you're used to doing and acting the same way because you have to defend yourself or you have to be a certain a certain way because people perceive you that way. But when you get to a new place, a new area, a new whatever, like, dude, why are you getting so upset? Like, you are a freshman. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah, hey, come like, on. step up, step yeah, up, like, man. You tell, have some older tell people. Tell them, yeah. yeah, but I've got more credits, and I'm going to be a sophomore tomorrow. Like, find yeah. something to reply back with. Right. Be like, I, yeah, that, that was that's really funny because I never I never got that way drinking or otherwise. I was like, okay, cool, bye. You, you know, we show you the happy drunk. Oh, bro, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not the. Ha- I was never the happy drunk. Oh so yeah, super, I had to learn super early, laughy, giggling, get, funny. Get, yeah. You know. I was never the happy drunk. Like I, I, I would never. I don't know. I would never because I'd, I'd be, I'd be upset. But like if push came to shove, like if I needed to do something, hundred percent, I would. Probably a lot more carefree than I, that I do now. Because as in, as a, like it's in, it's embedded in me to not be aggressive. So I don't. It's never really there until it's uncontrollable. So even drinking, I'm very. Oh my God, what's up, man? Oh, you know, not like lovey dovey that. But I'll, I'll say some stupid. I'll laugh harder at your stupid joke. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But if something were to, were to get going and some hey we go, like okay here we go and I would you know lean in with the first but I've never had to do that but I but I can imagine myself because I'm going with the flow mm-hmm. drunk guy right with I still have a, a lock in the back of my head on what lines to cross but I'm much more easy to cross if you know I, but it, it would always be in fun like I'd probably think it'd be a game like it's only defending a front like someone said hey like you're a freshman. Are you sure? <laughs> I, I was born in eighty. I was born in you know eighty three. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm you know twenty. Uh, maybe maybe I'm a junior. Right. Like I would say something stupid like that. Like I would make sure I got the date wrong, the date month wrong. I would make the most absurd story to prove like. 
Listen, you call me a freshman. I this is w- how I view what you're saying when as I, nonsense. When I look back at life, right? The 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 silly drunk is always the best drunk. You know what I'm saying? I say like if if, the, if you're gonna be around a drunk person, yeah. the silly drunk is always the best drunk. You know, the aggressive drunk is the worst drunk. And yeah. I was and I was the worst drunk. I was just like oh no, I always had terrible, I was terrible, always terrible. more like I'm very antisocial as a sober person. Like I'm having a few beers and I walk up to hey what's up man what are you guys doing? I'll talk mm-hmm. to anybody. But right. that's what like oh let me stop drinking because I'm gonna get in trouble one day. Someone might actually want to talk back to me. That's funny. The reason I started drinking is to talk to girls. That, oh, yeah, I don't know that, about that. That's the when I when I there was a, I had this awkward stage between like seventeen and maybe nineteen. Yeah, where I was I just wasn't as confident. The confidence that I ooze right now, the elitist thing that you see in me, I did not oh, no, that's have. Different. That. I did not have. That. That's different. There's a difference between <laughs> confidence and elitism. Believing you're number one and hoping everyone and and expecting everyone else to follow in that realm, that's confidence. Right. Yeah, well, for sure. So I, I, I clearly didn't have that growing. I, it, it was a mixed bag. I had it because I, I'm sure that people looking at me said, man, this dude is arrogant, right? Oh, no, no. It's but, it's, it's how I saw this in a podcast the other okay. day. It was Taylor Lewan, Will Con- Busting with the Boys, the podcast I just recently started watching. And they had J.J. Reddick on. This is this is a six-month-old episode. But they were talking about being on the court, being on the field. And J.J. Reddick asked, like, do you ever, do you ever think, like, Okay, I'm on the biggest stage now. They're gonna see I'm a fraud. They're gonna see I. JJ Reddick asked that question. Yeah, to to them. Listen, the story about JJ Reddick. Oh my God, the stuff this guy went through. I, <laughs> it blew my mind. Hold on, I just need to know for a second. Those other guys are they athletes? Yeah, they're football players. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. And, that. Okay. Uh, uh, Will Compton's he's a journeyman guy, and then Taylor Lewan is a tackle for the um, the Titans. Okay. But they're they're thinking about to to, to bring it back to what we're talking about. They're like, okay, people think I'm this guy, but I'm really like, should I be here? I'm not good enough to be. Here. I got to prove it. So to you, you're this unconfident guy. But to somebody else, you're like, look at this guy. He's the man. And that person, you're looking at that guy like, man, that guy. He talks to all the girls. He's talking to all the girls because he's afraid to them come to him and be rejected. So he's the funny, silly guy going to them first. Everybody's perception of somebody else is different than their different, own. Right. So you may think they, you know, I'm not confident, but someone say, Oh, look at Steve over there. Like, man, I wish I had, I wish I had his height. He's probably the super strong guy. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. So everybody perceives everybody differently. And again, I see that as growing up. That's why you shouldn't be rude to anybody. You don't know what they think, how they feel of you themselves. Go, you know, go about your day. Only fire back when need to. Right. I, um, so I was. I remember growing up being very judgmental, and it, it seemed like that was just a way of life. People, like guys, used to like just size people up from a distance all the time, and it's like. And I grew up with that mentality. I, I've I've since That's changed a cultural that. Thing. But I, well, maybe I I since changed that. Like I'm not that person anymore. But I remember growing up. I'm assuming it's a cultural thing based on the elementary school and high school I went to versus the middle school I went to. Right. It, that was almost every day. But see, that's I, that. remember we said we said this at the last show I think we, when we were talking about Makai getting getting dropped by Not by dropped. Bree. My mom, my but, mom but, hears that she's going to go all hissy pissy no, about no, it. No, 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 no. I say it with affection but the well, bottom line you. is like, you. you know, remember I told you like guys have to be aggressive, right? They yeah, have yeah, to yeah. learn how to be aggressive at a young age. I think that because of the environment I grew up in, I was forced to be aggressive. So I had to know friend or foe pretty quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I couldn't mince words or m- mistake. Like, are you a friend or are you a foe? So I, I was, I was always being raised with sizing people I up. Got you. Who can I take and who can I not take? Took you long enough to find that thing. 
What, this? Yeah, I found it. It was good. I put it there to the edge. You see what was going on. Oh, man. I, I knew it. you'd I be messing it. around with something. So I, I actually it. I wanted to put it in have front of you. Have you noticed I've been doing this? Yeah. No, you've been pulling on the cord here a little bit. Okay. I but, saw but you have straighten you noticed, this out. Have you noticed I've been yeah, doing yeah. this? Okay, okay. But I found that in the box over there when I found these cables. Right. I'm like, oh, this is Steve's little thing. Let me throw it up here. But then when I realized I needed something, I didn't get a chance to set this side up. I'd moved a bunch of stuff over. Right. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> Like I tried to zoom in one day, like live action, and it froze the whole video. But one day I like to try to zoom in on this and go from there. Oh, Paul attacks. Man. I want it. I want it. Sports so bad. You just don't know. I got to talk about sports, but okay. Well, listen. See. Trust me. I I say don't want to talk politics, but I don't want to talk politics. I do want to talk sports. But the point of the wheel is to keep things right. not for keep, our personal keep interest. Fresh. Keep it fresh. Oh, yeah. what it is. Okay. Not for our personal. Who am I to say? To not follow my own rules, you know what I mean. So this some this is something I wrote under polit uh, under entertainment, but yeah. I'm going to use it as politics, and you'll know why in a second. Okay. Remember uh, Pelosi? I do. When um, the attack on the husband? Yes. <laughs> anyway, the very first report that came out came out on a local station. It was it was an NBC local station. And the dude came out and he said, the, the reporter came out and said that Pelosi opened the door, that he he, he invited the cops in. Yeah. He walked back with the cops to the guy. Yeah. And and, he, and there was a couple of other things. Like he had no he had no pants on. Yeah, they're both you know in their underwear. Whatever, something like that, right? That person, his name is... The reporter? Miguel... Um, um, uh, I can't even read my handwriting, but his first name is Miguel. The reporter? Okay, the reporter. Okay. Has not been seen since. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! He has not been seen since. He had to retract it. He 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 retracted it within a day or two, and they have not put him on air since. I'm, oh my god, dude, that's unbelievable. I that's, mean, dude, think, what more do you need to like? Not say what more do you need to know about, uh, but the one side of politics that the media is part of the left. They're a weapon of the we of the left. Like what? How many instances do you need to see where you can where you can like the thing is, people who buy into that they don't even bat an eye for a second. You know everything is is no, you're just making stuff up. How many things do you have to see to just for a second change your thought? Not completely flip it, right. but just for a second see there may be something here. There may be something. I like the way you said that because. Well, let me say this. Do you remember Rich Rodriguez or Richard Richard Sanchez? Uh, Miami yeah, went, went they, to Fox. Yeah, he, and he, and he ran over somebody. No, he killed he, somebody. I don't. Well, he made, but that's not uh, coming back from a Dolphins game. He was drunk and he ran somebody over. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But he had said he's like you know when he got to Fox or someplace. Oh, he, not Fox, MSNBC. Wherever he went. Yeah. He said he's like. Listen, I don't, would you guys think? Well, yeah, Jewish people definitely run Hollywood. They run the movies, run the run. He got and he was gone. He got canceled. So like, I remember yeah. hearing that as a young kid, thinking to myself, "That's weird. Why would they, if it's it would if it's if it if they didn't get rid if it, it wasn't true, they wouldn't have gotten rid of him." And I remember mm -hmm. thinking, like, "Yeah, that who doesn't see that?" And I had yeah. maybe whenever it happened, 15, 20 years ago, zero mm -hmm. political interest at all. But it was more common sense if they're gonna say they these people run this type of stuff here at this network. And tomorrow he's off. Well, duh. How do you not see it's true then? You know what I mean? Right. 
Rick Sanchez. I remember him. I mean, that dude was like so popular here in local um, media. But here's my thing about what you just said. Do you know? Do you realize how much power you have to have? Like, just think about the Pelosi's for a second, where something happened that is a a criminal act happened per per se, because we're not even sure. But per se, a criminal act happened. But they have so much power that they're able to get news reporters taken off TV. They're able to get police officers to change their statements. They're able to get the DA to to uh, press the correct charges yeah. or bring up the correct charges. I mean, they're able to they're able to whitewash this event in such a way that nothing happens and and take it to where one of the theories out there is the exact same thing you're saying as far as the reaction. To where he got caught with his gay lover in a tiff and a male prostitute. Take whatever, if it's a criminal act, gay prostitute, whatever it may be, the result's still the same. The news took the guy off, the police changed their statement, DH, like everything was changed to hide whatever happened. So the the um the cause could be anything, could be X. Pick whatever it is. The effect is the result is they wiped it away. And, and, and that <clears throat> and that should concern you that it's not that it can happen, it happens. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big distinction. It can happen. No, no, it, it happens. Yeah. It does. So, Th- these are one of those things that you see in a movie, right? Like those small towns where yeah. this guy runs the town, you know? Yeah. But here it is in, in a big city, one of the biggest cities in the country, influential cities ver- in the with country. With a very prominent person. Prominent national person, and, and they get away with it. Remember, like the media, like they go after athletes, they go after people to. Well, they prop these people up, and then when they feel they've gone too far, they go searching for anything to dig them to to dig their grave, to knock them off the pedestal. So, they want to make a name for themselves, and they never do it in a positive way. They always make a name for themselves. Well, Dan Lebatar, what is he famous for down here? For the the scandal in Miami, mm-hmm. that's what he's famous for, and that propelled him to where he's at now. He he, again, legitimately reported a scandal in UM, and. That gave him his name. No one ever makes a name for, look how good they're doing in this thing. The, the school's doing great. The AD's doing great. Did the AD, you know, sleep with some student? No. Well, then your story's crap. Get out of here. You know, we need to knock people down. So for as good as bad as it is, the media has a chance, a reporter, to make a name for themselves, to hold someone accountable to the American people. Instead, they hide it. But but here's what's interesting about you. You, you put out a meme... I don't know if it was yesterday. Sometime this week you put out a meme talking about the it's the reporter's job to to get after the truth. Yeah. You said something like like we are we have privacy as individuals. The government doesn't have privacy. Yeah. Right? The government has we're to tell going We're private citizens. We're private citizens. We don't got to prove to them we're doing nothing wrong. They've right. got to prove to right. and, us that we are. Exactly. And and conversely, the government has to prove to us that they're doing the right things. Yeah. Right? But in that meme, or maybe it might have been a subsequent meme, but you also wrote that the media has a responsibility to tell us what's going on. Yeah. Not being embedded with the government, the, the media should be an extension yeah. of us. I, I think I said it on the last show, it's that the, the media's job is to hold them accountable, right. is to not give an opinion and us to decipher what's true or not. It's to give the fact and us to decide if we want to believe it or not. Right. Not the opposite. Yeah, don't be embedded with them. Yeah. So in this situation, going back to the Pelosi thing, 
this is so in the can. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this is NBC. Like, what's going on? Yeah. That, that you are so in bed with the politicians that, and, and you, you hold no weight anymore. We don't trust you anymore. And, and you they, wonder. And they're always shocked why we, why we don't and, trust them. You know what's funny? Like, when we first started, you remember how many uh, pod, English podcasts there were? Yeah, like 1.2 million or Close to 2 million, or, right? Or, yeah. Somewhere around that 1. number. 1.9, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 1.9, right. Almost 2 million, yeah. I, the other day, I saw that there are a little, like 4.6 million. So in a year, how long have we been doing this? A little, a little yeah. over a year, right? Yeah. In a little over a year, it more than doubled. It's like 4.6 million English-speaking podcasts. Yeah. And, I, and I'm saying that as, as evidence that we are so decentralizing information now. We don't listen to make, we we listen to get fodder so we can come in here and talk yeah. and dis, and 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 break yeah, it down. If you, but we but we don't we don't believe what we're hearing anymore. If you want an opinion, you go listen to guys in a garage their opinion on what's going on. If you want information, you're supposed to go to the news. Mm -hmm. But we know they're giving their opinions, and you know it's bought and paid for. So I don't even trust their opinions. I'm going to go to see regular people who have opinions, and, that, and that's how I would look at it. Right. I'm not trusting them. I don't care about their opinion. They're lying to us. That's my opinion that they're full of it. So I'm going to go listen to some guy who says, listen, like Paul Pelosi, I'll, I'll bring this back. Does it matter that he was in a tussle with his gay love or a male prostitute? Not at all. It doesn't matter. Who I could care less. I couldn't care less. But if that's the truth... It shouldn't be suppressed. You right. should. It, it shouldn't have been reported to begin with. That's listen. You know, I was just gonna say, if, either you're gonna tell us what happened, or don't tell us anything. Yeah. But don't make something up. Yeah. You all you're doing is showing right. that you are 100 percent liars. You're you're not, you're not worthy of our trust, and you're in bed with the left. And you and, know? and I guess what's most important about this conversation is that we the people see it. Like don't fall into the don't be lulled into the nonsense into the lies. At, at the very least, we have to be discerning enough vigilant enough to be able to say, okay, that's a bunch of crap over there. And and unfortunately, I don't know of, of we as a country, as, uh, I don't know how much of the population, specifically the voting population, thinks that way, like l watches and hears things with a discerning eye. I remember I sent you a, a, an article the other day about a hit piece. I, I saw an article about uh, Jerry Jones uh, when he was 15 years old, at, in Arkansas. Yeah, the picture. Right. And I, I tell you, before we started this podcast, definitely before Trump, but before we started this podcast, I would have read that article and and uh, and only saw it in the in the in the in the context of the article. But now I read the article, I'm like, this is a hit piece. Because we're talking something that happened sixty years ago, for mm -hmm. them to bring it up now. There's a reason behind it. I, I am now much more discerning and like, hold on. I'm not going to just take this at face value. There's, there's a reason why you're doing this. You're trying to manipulate me yeah. to do th do something or think something. And I think that we as Americans, we that's how we have to consume information now. Why are you giving me this information? It's totally out of left field. Why are you doing it now? And why are you doing it in this way? You know? Yeah, we shouldn't have to discern information. You should give it to us and discern it, pick it apart for ourselves as... Do you know? Do I like this information? As far as you know, the president did X today. I don't like this. You know, not, not 
not not figured out as are they lying or not. Mm-hmm. It should be should do I do I back this statement or not? Not are they lying or not? Like there's but they're forcing us. Yeah, now, no, we have to. You, start you should with make your own, you should form your yeah. own opinion based on the facts. Do I do I like what he's doing or not what he's doing? Not do I believe what he's doing and not what he's doing? Right. That's a problem, and that's because they lie when they when they put the news out there, and everybody knows it. On a on a slightly different subject, you heard that uh, we we approved Venezuela to drill American. I think it was Exxon. I think it's Exxon. We approved Exxon to go to Venezuela. Oh, I, they might already be in Venezuela, but we allowed them to drill for oil in Venezuela. Did you read? Did you read about that? No. So here it is. But I own Exxon stock, so uh, uh, go for uh, it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, a dictator, uh, um, a totalitarian government who we are at odds with, who used to be one of the richest nations in yeah. South America, and now is a cesspool. That's we, the model. We, we are sending our our uh, intellectual property over there to drill for oil, as opposed to drilling for oil here locally. And and again, how do you see this? How do you view this? Where it's the short sighted SJW. Like, what what what's you want? We're saving the earth, but where on the how I forgot the square miles of America. Versus the rest of the world drilling and destroying with no regulations at all? None. Or here where we have regulations, we'll do we the absolute do right. safest thing to do. The safest way, exactly. It's going to be done regardless. But but we want you to see this. We're just asking you guys, see this. See for what it's worth. Recognize bad policy. It, it's not rocket science. Just see but they and can't. Rec- it's from Biden. It's the best thing. What I see, uh, I was in a post last night. The New York Times, a thousand employees are threatening to quit <laughs> because they need a 10% raise and it's because of Putin's influence on here, coming from the same people that say there's no the inflation is not inflation. There's nothing wrong. You're gonna make your ends meet. Now they need ten percent because they can't make ends meet. I actually watched. Does I, anybody see the hypocrisy in how the left operates? I subscribe to the Epic Times, and every once in a while they, they have Epic TV, so they'll send me things. So I actually clicked on it, yeah. and so I actually watched a live um, rally, uh, union rally, right? Yeah. And so what they what they were asking for was they want the the uh, minimum salary for all guild employees, which is union, yeah, fifty five thousand. That that needs to be the, st- the 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 base, you know. And we go up from there. And they were arguing, and I was like, wow, look at that, look at look at the 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 I was gonna say the balls, but you know, look at look at the what they have to, to make a statement like that. Yeah. But here's something they said that blew my mind. The woman said. Nowadays we, she may we, have balls. We, we yeah, unfortunately. But now but she said that uh we had asked for diversity in management. We want we wanted diversity in management. And and management has turned us down. And I and I what, heard what they it. want what? Diversity. They want like this the, the like this is diversity DEI, diversity, equity and yeah. I forgot what I stands I for. About. But we want to include that in, in the management structure so that as we hire management and, and we, we want to look at our management team and ch- and basically change it around. And management said, no, we're not going to give in to that, right? And I, I, love it, and I And I watched it this and I said, laugh so I said much. hold on a second. This is the New York <sighs> Times. The, the, I, I read the New York Times, so I know how much they're into DEI, right? And yet your own people are saying, 
you're not DEI enough, and you you're smart enough to say, hold on a second, we're not doing that crap over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I say? It's <laughs> and elitism. Yet, and yet Liberals you're, you're, do as I say, you're not as I do. Peddling this, you are peddling this, and yet your own people are saying, yo, you won't even because, you won't even listen to our demands because we say it all the time on here. They think the people that pay attention to them are stupid. You go and do the DEI. You go and diversify. We're not we're doing not that. Do that over we're here. making sure the people at the top make the best decisions to get us moving forward forward yeah this is for the peasants this yes. is for you people <laughs> this isn't for us every management company is that way every the government's that way <clears throat> i mean listen and i'm not saying this current government because they're diversifying but the people who run this government are, are not that way i don't know how many people would have picked up on that though man it's like how do you I, not though it's so I, obvious it, it's, do as i say it, it not as so... i do is their motto it's got to be on a t-shirt somewhere <laughs> bro it's like we're not doing this. This is for you regular people. Get out of here. Yeah, Go get man. your crumbs. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. So, so if you don't DEI, then we want more money. Yeah. Bribe us to say to shut up then. Yeah. Again, the liberal move. Yeah. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. This is for the regular people, not for us. Here's your hush money. Shut your face. We know if it gets, if it gets done up, listen, we, we, we went over this. We spoke to them. They showed us projections for 2023 and how they're going to DEI diversify. We're okay with it. Boom. Done. And yeah. that's it. Under the rug. Not a conspiracy theory, those thinking out there. That's how it works. A, there was a point in my time, a point prior, 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 probably prior to ND where if you made that comment, I would not agree with you. But now, I guarantee you that's what it is. I guarantee you they're going to get the 55000 and DEI is going to be brushed under the rug. Because yeah. no one, gonna, not, yeah. not only does, do they have to explain it, they can simply remove it from the news cycle. Right. They won't even have to make up some BS story. They'll literally just say, delete and move on. Mm -hmm. There'll be some problem in Afghanistan next week. And hey, what about, well, well hold on. Where, There's where, stuff up in the world where'd there. Where did you hear about this the strike? How, how did you hear about it? Uh, it scrolled across my um, YouTube, Jesse Waters. I was okay. like trying to, okay. I was trying to do something and it popped on and I was like, I don't want to watch this crap. But I couldn't get it off. I didn't have an ad. Yeah. So I couldn't get it off fast enough. But it's like New York Times wants more money and they tell you, go, there's no such thing as inflation, but now they need more money because they can't afford it. I'm like, oh, let me go back and watch this. You know what's, you know what's interesting? You know who's not writing about it? The New York Times? The New York Times. Makes, I, I did not sense. know about it through the New York Times. <laughs> we're done. That's saying? the wrap-up. That was the wrap-up? Or we going to do the no, wrap-up? No, we're doing the wrap-up. Oh, oh I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. So we're done okay. wheeling. We're, we're done, done wheeling, wheeling. Oh, yeah, I forgot, and forgot. dealing. Good, good. You know what? I just realized that I can bring this up doing the wrap-up anyway. Um, you touched on this last time that we talked. Yes. And, um, um, and I wanted to really flesh this out. Do you... The NH, NHL... Yeah has a what, what's her title she is executive vp of social impact growth initiatives and legislative affairs <laughs> it sounds I, like they've got money to waste so they're gonna they're gonna I make something up i can't make this up man ex executive vp of social impact growth initiative and legislative affairs it's a it's a black woman no in way. the NH in the NHL and in charge of social stuff. <laughs> Whoa, social impact. I'm like, and I saw, I saw a uh, a press conference, and she said like, yeah, we did we did our we did our numbers, uh, whatever, and you know we uh, the 
the NHL needs to diversify. It's well under. It's it's not diversified. Well, I forget. I forget how she said it. But bottom line is that there's not enough black, but there's not enough people of color in the NHL, and we gotta do a better job at that. And I'm like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, Are you kidding me? And I and I and here's what I and look, she's standing there with a bunch of other white rich men who run the league, and I'm like, You are letting. This what is wrong with you, man? What is what? Where are your your balls? I just say, where where, where's your heart, man? Why are you falling into this trap? Because we know why. They've got stocks and bonds and investments, and they've got to hit their ESG marker. They don't care about this stuff. That's why they don't care. They've got it on paper. They have to care. As long as you're doing something, you're not doing nothing. It's it's like saying. That because, first of all, we're talking about a an expensive sport to play. Yeah. It has to be in the cold weather. It, it 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 has to be league. It's not one of those things that you can just like pick up a basketball and go to the court and play. It's got to be where you got to have people to go do it, right? So it's a, it's expensive as it is, right? Yeah. And you're saying and 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 so therefore it's really north. It's a northeastern uh, a sport. Yeah, it's a winner. Uh, a winner sport, and you're saying that, and it's a very international sport. So, so it's inherently white, okay? And you're saying that because it's inherently white, not because of any other reason than the things I just named, right? Yeah. It's got nothing to do with exclusion. It just has to do that normally the kind of people who are going to play this are going to be white. You're saying there's a problem with it, and we got to make a change. Listen, they want to get rid of the NHL. Go for and it. And I'm saying, like, if they push that what, crap, dude, what, that'll be gone in ten years but, for sure. She's on. Look, and here's another thing. Oh, I didn't write it down. I thought that when I saw this press conference, I thought like, "Are you are you kidding me? That, that it's gone this far?" When I went to look it up, she's already she's been hired for like four or five years. She she's been here already. And it's like again, as long as you're doing something, you're not doing nothing. So she's been here, but now she's now I can actually see her face, and it's like, "Are you kidding me? Are you going to ruin this sport yeah. for the sake of what?" Listen, my guess is. And again, it's my personal guess. They need to hit that ESG score. They've, these people own teams as a hobby. They have real estate. They have other things, other investments in other companies that need a social score. We've said it before. You, the higher ups right now, the high stocks, they have one. And it's not a conspiracy. It's not a, oh, you guys are nuts. They kicked Tesla off of the S&P 500 because they said they do not have a high. They said it. The social score isn't high enough. I, I want to make sure I understand how this relates to NHL. Are you saying that the, the owners NHL, don't just own teams? They own they're other, real estate moguls. They're investors. And so their other investments, they want to make sure those that are the, That's the cash flow coming in. They put into the team. Got it. You know, the team gets revenue and they share got and all it, this it, stuff. Got it, got it, got it. But these guys have investments elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's my guess is that's a contributing factor to what's going on. Okay. You know, they probably owned 100 million shares of Tesla and it got dropped. And they're like, crap, this could happen to us. You know what I mean? Do you know the guy from um, FTX? He, he was on record. He was interviewed by, I can't remember what, who the journalist was or what the publication was, but he was on record by saying that this woke stuff. Now, mind you, he he gave like $40, 50000000 million to the Democratic Party. Yeah. He said this woke stuff is the biggest scam. And it's got everybody, everybody's wrapped up into this whole woke of stuff. Course it but is. it's the biggest scam. And, you know, money's going out the back door and no one's not even recognizing him because they're paying attention to, to, to this woke stuff. And well, I, some and, of us are paying attention to it. 
But we I see it. But the general public is not. But when I when I see people like this, you know, rich men who are succumbing to it, and I hear what you're saying, you're saying for them it's all about money. You're saying that their money is being impacted somewhere else that yeah. we don't see, so therefore they're doing this over here. You know, and it's like, wow, man. I mean, most of these companies are traded on the stock exchange, on, on you know, whatever it is, NASDAQ, yeah. Whatever, yeah. They're, they're, they're public companies. So they're beholden to other people. And their own, their main response, like quality no more is about the product. Quality of the success of a business is based on how much money you bring in, not the quality of the product. So that's so, excuse me, success is no longer based on quality. Success is based on how much money you make for the company, for the shareholders and the stakeholders. So if your company is publicly traded and people can buy into it, you better believe that your training videos you're putting out, like Coca-Cola, Be Less White, they're going to be on there because they've got to report to somebody, hey, listen, look at all the employees we have trained. They're doing all this stuff. They, they, they did this ESG or this um, DEI thing. They did this what you call thing. It's out there, the unbiased racism test. So you, you They're s- reporting to someone who's like, all right, checkbox, keep them on the exchange for another quarter. So if I can summarize it in a word, can I use the word greed? Yeah, it could be green. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, they want to make more money. Okay, so now here's what's interesting. Because in the Bible, everywhere you look when it talks about sins or major sins, greed is always at the top of the list. And I and I remember in the past looking at greed, like, why is greed here? Of Out of all the things that you could do, why is greed here? And, I, and I'm recognizing just on this macro level, all these companies, it's their greed that's making them succumb to this woke crap. Possibly, yes. And well, let's just say possibly. Let's just give it the benefit of the doubt for the sake of this. This That's causing them to succumb to this Don't woke worry, crap. Don't worry, Jeff. I'll play the other side. And and the woke crap is really destroying our nation. Agreed. You know, and our world at that. Yeah. No, they're, you know? they're, I'm, my guess is when it is very much about greed. But at the same time, Walmart's got a billion employees. They've got to make money to pay the employees. So you've got to make money to continue to sustain your business but, but to making keep your money, people employed. But, but, but you're saying that the only way to make money is by succumbing to the woke. The only way you can continue a a cash flow, yeah, because sometimes like – You, you bu- saw what happened with Disney? No. Disney, their stock – it's so funny how when when the first thing happened with um, the don't say gay and the and – the, CEO was going, going, so it's like they said Disney, Disney stock rock, skyrocketed, right? Yeah. But that was, they were still in the middle of the quarter. By the time the quarter came, the, the numbers all came in, they lost like so much valuation. Yeah. All their movies are flopping. They fired the CEO of Disney. Yeah, and brought, and, back. And brought back the other guy. I, and, I almost did a, a like a 60-second shorter reel on it because the lady asked him, do politics have a place in your thing? Are you going to shut that? The new guy or yeah. the old guy? Okay. And he just looked at him, and he, he didn't say anything. He didn't say no. He's like, well, they're, you know, I'm thinking to myself, no, the answer is no, everybody. They're not going to shy away from it. He legitimately took a five-second pause. You saw his face. Well, you know, I haven't, well, that means yes. That means yes, you're going to stay political. No, you're not getting rid of it. We all well, got well, the answer. Well, hold on. It was deafening the silence. Well, here's what's interesting. He, he uh, there was a meeting that he had and it got leaked. And the meeting was with, you know, with the Disney. Um, that was like about large. a year or so ago, right? No, that no, was, this is, yeah? the, the what, the whole firing thing? No, within the last few weeks, last two, three Bro, weeks Disney's tops. down to $93 a share. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, <clears throat> they, 52 weeks, it was at 160, and that was low. Their five-year was... What, 200-something? They're down $11, $11 over five years. Okay. We're not, we're go, we'll go for the year. 
They're down $59 this year. I'm telling you, the whole thing that happened with DeSantis, DeSantis you, can, you can basically say right now DeSantis won that battle, yeah. right? I mean, he got the dude booted, and now he got this new guy in, and he just had a meeting, like a town okay. hall gotcha. meeting, and he said that, look— we we stray too far into this, you know. We we need to stay apolitical, you know. We need to we need to cast a wide net. When was this? This is like within the last few days. Okay, because the that, last this, few this days, thing I saw was about a week or two ago no, no, where they asked him like he was on his thing. You got you got brought back on. You know, tell me what's going on and that. Okay, okay. So all, all I'm telling you is that they're changing their tune now because they're realizing that this whole woke thing is costing mm. us money. Okay, yeah, because it right. is yeah, it's costing not, them money. They're not changing their tune. They still buy into the crap, but they realize okay, crap or money, money's more important. Money more more important. Yeah. So that's what I was saying, gotcha. like, you know, with this NHL and all this stuff, like this can't be good for you. Like you said, you want to ruin your league? This can't be good for the NHL. Yeah. I mean they're they're a distant fourth place when it comes to like the top the, the, the top leagues yeah. in our country. You you can't afford to go down. You didn't make you go up. But they're they're big in Canada. I imagine the other parts of the world, hockey is a big deal. Maybe the NHL is. But yeah, it's it's a bottom one here. But other places watch it. It does get views. Are they going to be like, you know what, man? I don't want to hear this crap because like Canada, they're super liberal. But I doubt they're going to water down the product to make people happy. Mm-hmm. They're gonna like everybody is two faced, so to speak. I want diversity. I want kumbaya. I want all this crap. Okay, we need we need more. Even though their black people aren't, they're let's say they're better at football mm-hmm. than being on ice skates, but we still got to get. Well, now you're you're screwing my product, though. Mm-hmm. Listen, you can't have it both ways. Let people naturally go to their sports where they feel better playing, or force them into this sport and make your sport crap. What do you want? So just realize. Listen, let's do a better job of trying to make it naturally diversified, organically, right? Yeah, but let's not force it in. You know what I mean? Right. And they don't want that because they're elitists. They think they know better. Until it affects them, then it's whoa, 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 whoa. I know better for you. Leave me alone. This is for you guys, not for us. On a on a slightly different note, I was hanging <clears> with my buddy the other day, and he was he said he watched the World Cup, Iran versus um, the United States, and he said when you watch, when you see these two teams on the field, Iran look like men. They look like men. They look yeah. rugged. They look like terrorists. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, like, yo, they, they will hurt you. And when you look at the Americans, they look weak and just puny and soft. And it was, it was such a stark difference in looking at, you know, I think 24 men on the field or 22 yeah. men on the field. It's like it's such an apparent difference between how they look. And it, I think that, you know... We as a culture, remember I told you when th- this same this is the same team that gave up money to give to the women, the women team, right? This yeah. is the same guys. And and I was watching a basketball game the other day, and one of the players was there, and he was getting interviewed, and I saw him. He had like two color, his hair was multicolored, you know what I'm saying? He had this soft-spoken way of bottom. Yeah. I was like, crap, man. The wussification of America. It sounds silly, well, that, but you can but, look at your American team. But real and athletes say, like, don't weird. play soccer in America. They play all the other sports. <sighs> Listen, oh, that, you, oh, you mean in America? You're saying yeah, in America? In America, you're in America, not like right. If you imagine throwing out an NFL player to play soccer against Iran, it, it looked the exact opposite. This six six five guy, three seventy, runs a four one. You're going to dis- you, you, dominate. You would think that, right? But like, think about our wide receivers. Our wide receivers, like the OJ ODBs of the world, and uh, um, they're six uh, two, six three. No, no, I'm not talking about size. I'm just talking about they're not very tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't like. 
I get it, but receivers predominantly aren't the toughest guys in the field. I, I understand what you're saying. Right. But no, like I get it, but the best athletes in America do not play soccer. They do not. They the people play soccer because mom doesn't want them playing football or basketball or something else. So go play soccer. Do something. Get outside and run and play. You're not playing the big boy sports. Go do this. So on the grand scheme, we're over there. Their their soccer, their football is our football. They're best of the best. Play it. Right. The of rugged. Course, the rugged. Yeah, we're gonna right. get spanked over here. Like here, WNBA is no, no, not no, good. No, no, no. Listen, we beat them. We beat Iran. So it wasn't about I'm that. I'm pretty sure Iran. Oh no, no, no that we, was Iran. Yeah, they lost we, the following one. Yeah, we beat Iran. But I, no, but I'm, that just, being I'm just said, talking like, about the way they look. I was just well, I was no, saying like if this is a foreshadow, they're not tough athletes of, of the product that we're producing. You know what I'm trying to say? Of the men that we're producing. I get it, but but I understand. But that's not. That's it's not the wussification. They play. There's three other sports to play here. Four, if you include hockey, where you can be bigger, stronger, and yeah, faster. Soccer is so soccer fifth. is not. Soccer is definitely yeah, it's fifth, not there. No question. Hey, uh, one good thing to leave you with <clears throat> is that uh, they passed they they passed a bill yesterday, um, a spending bill for the military, and the and in order for that bill to pass, they had to remove the uh, vaccine mandate. So the vaccine mandate is, is gone for our military. It's never been there to begin with. It, no, I agree. But at least, I mean, th- there, listen, there's some hardship. There are some real hardships still happening right now and battles no, happening. I, I, know, I know. And at least we can say, okay, this is one fight you, you don't have to fight right now. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. All right. Are we done? True that. All right. Episode 133. Watch the videos, clips on YouTube, full videos on Rumble. Actually, this may be a full video. It might be short enough, and there is no topics we can't talk about. We can ruin it now. We can ruin it now. (laughs) But episode 133, like, share, subscribe, social medias, YouTube, all that stuff. You guys have a very great day. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Peace.